is awesome praise the name of jesus who bless jesus christ for his goodness and his mercy that are always with us we trust the lord that you are still uh, blessed as the blessing of god is within your life we thank the lord for another opportunity to see that you are able to come and share uh, the word of life with you the word of light the word of god and this is pastor dennis matov all the way Kampala, Uganda. I am here to take you into our wonderful teaching series. This is Freedom Streams program whereby we do share the word of God in a way that liberates you, in a way that brings a flowing river of the living Christ from us to you and then from you to the nations. I trust God that if you have been following us, you have, you have caught up our flow of ministry you have caught up our line of ministry and i know that uh, you see that we are for christ and our, our burden is to see that we dispense this all inclusive christ globally to the believers for their enjoyment and for their experience that they may uh, express this god to the universe they may express this god to the believers to even the non-believers and uh, that christ might be magnified in the in their bodies in our bodies christ has got to be magnified you see uh, this is the highest level whereby christ has come into our body life and is magnified in our body life you remember christ starts with our spirit then he comes to our soul life but he has got also to proceed to our bodies so that we live a life that magnifies this christ so allow me to take you uh, in our continuation this teaching series called experiencing uh, god is eternal new testament plan in other words we are trying to see through the scriptures from genesis to revelation what is the plan of god but in the 66 books the plan of god is best seen in reality in revelation um, in full that is in the new testament you see in the old testament we couldn't see because it was concealed but in the new testament whatever was in the old testament has been revealed and is explained and this time around we are seeing this god is planned then for we know this god is planned we also we need to know the kind of god that is dispensing himself in us and we have been talking about his person and in speaking and talking about the person of god uh, we are seeing the god the father and what is his person and in this message also we shall consider further aspects of god's person as revealed in the new testament you see it is in the new testament that we are able to see the full picture because revelation has come by the spirit of god knowledge has increased and christ has brought god to us and he has made him uh, declared him and made him manifest to us revealed him now we know Therefore, from that knowledge, we are able to see this God and His divine plan. Praise the name of Jesus. So, uh, we are going to continue with our further aspects of God's person as revealed in the New Testament. And this is our another aspect, which is aspect number nine. 
we still have some more aspects and we are going to go through them little by little in these wonderful episodes i believe this is episode 19 yes this is episode 19 we are starting with the scripture in first corinthians chapter 11 verses 3 and the first as the number 9 aspect is god being the head of christ He is the head of christ i've been seeing what god is to jesus christ and what god is to us so we need to continue by knowing him as the head of christ by first corinthians chapter 11 verse 3 says that i want you to know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God so in this verse we are seeing Paul explain the headship and the protocol and the hierarchy in leadership um he says that you should know that the head of every man is Christ the head of every man is Christ and then he says the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God so we see here that Christ is God is anointed one appointed by God hence he is under God because he anointed him he appointed him so means that Christ is under God God is rulership God is headship and God as the originator is is head Now this refers to the relationship between Christ and God in the divine government. Here we are talking about his setup. How he has set up his governmental administration. When we come to the administration of God's kingdom, uh Christ becomes uh the subject of God and God the Father becomes the head of Christ. So This is in the divine government of God. So in the universe, especially in God's governmental administration, there is order. God is a God of order. Even in church there is order. One of the things that are troubling the body of Christ is failing to live within the order of God. One of the things as uh, that is making uh, marriages and families to break is when uh the the couple fail to live in the order of God the moment we change heads and uh, everything is going to be changed there will not be order what brings order is when we are in God's governmental administration in his administration there is order and in this order God is the head over Christ and Christ is the head over every man and man is the head of the woman so that should be the order the moment we change that that order everything just falls apart and this is why we see chaos in every sector chaos in every system chaos in every uh, uh place even in church the moment we fail to see this headship uh in a proper way even in in our families in our marriages in our ministry everything will become a disorder so let us proceed because i still have a lot of um, aspects for you to show uh, that this god and his person 
This is what it is to us. Let us continue to uh, point number 10. God being the savior of all. God being the savior of all. It says in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 Paul says that all an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the command according to the command of God our savior and of Christ Jesus our hope. It says God our savior. Praise the name of Jesus. God our savior. And when we add on 1 Timothy chapter 1 Rather, chapter 4, First Timothy, chapter 4, verses 10. We will see that it says that, For this we both labor and are reproached. He um, says, We labor and we are repro- reproached because we hope on the living God, who is Savior of all men, especially of those believing. So here they are talking about this God the Father being the savior of all and when we add on the book of Titus chapter 2 Titus says in chapter 2 verses 13 uh, Titus writes and says in chapter 2 verses 13 says that uh, waiting for the blessed hope and manifestation of the glory of our great God and savior Jesus Christ so we still see that In several scriptures he is mentioned as God our savior and our savior here is God he is called also our savior God first of all we have seen that is called God our savior then other scriptures they call him our savior God for example in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses uh, verses 3 says that uh, For this uh 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3 this is right and acceptable before God our savior remember verse 4 says that who does will that all men be saved and come to the full knowledge of the truth so here we see that he is our savior God and we shall add on uh, Titus 1:3 then I wanted to read some of the verses for you but others you can read Uh, Titus 1:3 we have also Titus 2:10 and Titus 3:4 let us go through these verses because being that it is a bible study we are going through the scriptures uh, uh, together and it says in Titus 1:3 and he manifested in proper times his word in preaching in preaching yes which is which i was entrusted with according to a charge of god our savior praise the name of jesus so here we see that he has in due times he has manifested his word through preaching um, which is committed unto me paul says according to the commandment of god our savior what we are digging out is for us to see that is not only uh, our savior god but is also god our savior So you see that these are interchangeably used by uh, Paul. Uh, the Bible reveals these are the titles particularly ascribed to God in the three books that we have read. We have seen in 1 Timothy, we see also in 2 Timothy and the book of Titus. These books they take God's salvation as a strong base for teachings concerning God's New Testament plan. 
So they emphasize and they mention that God is our savior. Our savior is God. For example, when you read 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 15 and 16, Bible reads and says that this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. It is that, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. It says in verse 16, How be it? For this cause I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life, life everlasting. And we see that Paul goes on to tell us in Second uh, First Timothy chapter 2 verses 4 to 6. He says that who will have all men to be saved? God, we are talking about God, our Savior. Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? There is one God and one mediator between God and man. The man, Jesus Christ. Man, Christ Jesus. Says in verse 6, Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Hallelujah. So I'll add on, uh, we shall now go to 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses verses um, I'm going to read from verses 9 and 10 praise the name of Jesus I have a reason of gathering enough scriptures in these teachings so that you may thoroughly dip yourself in the word of God as we are re- revealing this wonderful God the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter I said chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 the Bible says that in like in like manner also that, that women women adorn themselves in modest upper in modest upper it says that with shame shamefacedness and sobriety not with bright broidered hair or gold or pearls or costly array no it says that but which becometh women professing godliness with good works now this was uh, also another mentioning revealing that in the plan of God as we have read uh, even we are going to add on second uh, second Timothy chapter 2 verses 10 chapter 2 verses 10 says therefore I endure all things for the elect praise the name of Jesus it says I endure all things for the elect elect is sake that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Now, what we are emphasizing at this moment is to show you that the books of 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, they take God's salvation as a strong base and they, uh, for us to understand these teachings concerning the New Testament plan. Now, when we come to 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul says says that and that from a, from a child thou has known the holy scriptures which are before now this is Paul writing to Timothy he says that and that from babe you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus 
Hallelujah. So, it says that all scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And we have seen that Paul goes on to reveal even the book of Titus chapter 2 verses 14 and even in Titus 3 verses 5 to 7. So we see that it was according to the command of such a saving God, a savior, a savior God, not according to the command of a law-giving God. You see, in the Old Testament, this God was a law-giving God. He was not a saving God. But in his plan, he was to become a saving God. In the Old Testament, he was a demanding God. He demanded his righteousness. He demanded us to live a holy life. And he was always a demanding God. But when we see him in the New Testament, he is a God-savior. A saving God, ready to save us from uh, our pitfall, ready to save us to the utmost. Praise the name Jesus. We have also seen that in First Timothy two three, Bible told us that this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior, our Savior God. And Paul is emphasizing the word Savior God. So we see that in the verses. Paul speaks not of the God of grace, nor the God of mercy. He is emphasizing the Savior God, the God who saves us. Every day, even right now, he does save us from a lot of things that even we cannot see. He even saves us from ourselves because we do make choices that bring problems to us. And he is a saving God. He will do his best to save us. First Timothy 4.10, Paul goes on to speak of the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those who believe. When he saves us from uh, the lake of fire, he saves us from hell, saves us from the grip of sin, he does not stop there. He continues to save us, especially those who believe. There is a kind of salvation he will give and will render to those who believe. He will save them no matter what. No matter what they go through. He is God the Savior. He will save whoever believes. Even today if you believe God, He will save you. If you are believing Him for something, for anything, the moment you believe, He saves those, especially those who believe we have seen in Titus 1-3 that Paul again speaks of the command of our Savior God. Then we have seen also in Titus 2-10, speaks concerning the teachings of our Savior God. So, our Savior is not only Christ because all this while we know that Jesus Christ is the Savior that the Father sent, praise the name of Jesus. But we have also this truth that our Savior is not only Christ, but God, the triune embodiment in Christ. So this indicates that, as we have read in Titus 2.13, our Savior God desires not only to save us, but also to teach us a full knowledge of the truth. That's what First Timothy 2.4 tells us. Praise the name of Jesus. 
Titus has indicated that our Savior is not only Christ, but God, the triune embodiment in Christ. And Timothy has told us that when God saves us, he does not only desire to save us, he also desires to teach us the full knowledge of the truth. When you see us in this series of teaching, you might ask, why are we spending all this time talking about God? Don't we have any other message, minister? The reason that's why we, we are moving slowly but sure is that we want you to come to the full knowledge of the truth. Because the moment your truth is not full, there is going to be an error made. There is going to be a blunder. There is going to be a lack of experience. The lack of enjoyment of such a God. Praise the name Jesus. So, we have seen that this God continues to do a teaching. There is the teaching of our Savior God. He will come into us and continue to teach us by His anointing, by His spirit in motion within us. He will teach us because He is our Savior God. So, there is a teaching of our Savior God which may be decorated beautified by the transformed character of the most dreadful persons saved by his grace. He teaches us, brings us out of our dreadful way of life. He, he, he teaches us and through the teachings continues to save us. He saved us objectively when we believed in him. But since we believed in him, because we believe in him, he continues to teach us. And the teachings of the Savior God will beautify us, will decorate us, will transform us, will transform our character. Those that have been dreadful people, they will be seeing the saving God, saving them by his grace. He continues to come inside of us. And teach us in the way that transforms us. In that course, he is saving us still. That is, that's why we have a second aspect of salvation. Which is the salvation of our soul. So, when it comes to save us as the Savior God, he will enter into every believer. He will teach us all the truth. Because Timothy has told us, our Savior God desires to teach us the full knowledge of the truth. As He's teaching us the full knowledge of the truth, we are decorated. We are beautified by the transforming, the, the, to become that transformed believer. The transformed character is the name of Jesus. And this is going to be his grace still. In Titus chapter 3 verses 4 Paul tells us that the kindness and love to man of our Savior God appeared. The kindness and love to man of our Savior God appeared. It is the kindness and the love of our Savior that has saved us, made us different from others. It was his kindness. 
when he looks unto us he has compassion shows his kindness when he came to lost man he loved him so that he might save him so it is the kindness and love of our savior that has saved us and has made us different from others jude says in verses 25 because jude has one chapter he he goes on to say the book of jude 1:25 speaks of god our savior he says that to the one to the only god our savior through jesus christ our lord be glory majesty might and authority before all time and now unto all eternity amen now here we see that the only god is our savior such a savior the bible say that let there be glory such a savior let there be majesty to such a saving god let there be might and authority before all time praise the name of jesus so there is glory majesty might and authority throughout all ages Now glory I told you in the beginning glory is the expression glory is the splendor praise the name of Jesus majesty is the greatness no honor greatness in honor might is the strength in power and authority is the power in ruling so all these aspects God our savior has got them he has glory glory is his expression he has splendor praise the name of jesus he has majesty majesty is the greatness in honor majesty he has might the saving god is mighty and this is they're talking about strength in power and he has authority when we talk about authority we're talking about the power in ruling he rules with authority praise the name jesus he rules with authority and i want us to see through these points that we have continued with in these further aspects of god's person as revealed in the new testament that number one number nine was the head of christ this god in his person is the head of christ and we have seen that he has an order There is a relationship between Christ and God in the divine government and we have seen that our God is a God of order and in his God's government or administration there is an order and in this order God is the head over Christ. We've also seen that in uh, in another aspect that God the Father is the savior of all. He is our savior. And that's what we have been uh, talking about recently and i want to stop here this is the god that is dispensing himself in us the believer the more we come to the full knowledge of such a god the more we'll embrace him the more we'll uh, love him the more we'll serve him the more we'll be able to express him because we know we know the kind of god that has dispensed himself into us the believers we will take him we will spread him who dispense him because we have a full knowledge of such a god and for this reason i would take enough time i would take my time 
as far as the grace of God is is in me I'll take my time to see that take you in the depth of this wonderful God. We shall also see God the Son. We shall see God the Spirit. We shall continue with several series of teachings if you stick with Freedom Experience Ministry. In case you are missing our previous teachings, you can find them on our application Freedom Experience app. You can get it from Google Play Store and I believe Apple soon we are coming by the grace of God. You can also visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. We do love you and we wish that we could continue by the grace of God to speak this Christ and to spread him and to dispense him to you in the name of Jesus. Take advantage of our platforms, our TV, our radio, our podcasts and every platform that we have. You will be blessed. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.